0: We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Here we are on uh, End Times Friday. uh, Good
2: morning. uh, Happy Friday. Yeah,
1: happy Friday. Uh, We've... uh, we had a cute couple yesterday on our guest. Uh, <laughs> that were Wayne
2: and Christine yeah. are always in joy. Cowboy, I should say. Yep. That is his nickname, Cowboy. <laughs> Friends of yours,
1: so that's going to be exciting. We got. Uh, it's always fun to have uh, guests. A lot of people are, are really help, uh, saying it's helping them to mm-hmm. understand the aspect of abiding and discerning God's will and walking with God because it, it puts what I call feet to it. Um, right. You know, we try to do that, but it's helpful to have other people who are right uh, approaching it from their heart of how do I follow God. But it's the right. same; it's all the same truth. It's just how is it yeah. expressed uh, in that. So, well, and I
2: think it's fun too, just to see from different walks of life, even um, different generations. You know, we've got one extreme this week, and then you know, coming up, we're going to have the next, the next guest that we have is actually going to be a very young guest. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of variety and it's fun to see how yeah. everyone walks and abides.
1: Yep. Um, actually, I had a, uh, another young couple, um, that I actually <laughs> said, you know, go, go watch, uh, uh, Joshua, uh, mm in his ex- explanation, uh, because the very same things that you're talking about. They, mm-hmm. they learned this as a couple, you know, and you guys, right. you guys can learn this too. So I actually sent them to that podcast. Um, <clears throat> here, as we talking about, you know, the end times, um, again, and maybe, uh, actually it might be helpful, uh, to, um, uh, go back, uh, interesting to the, uh, uh, you know, the truth of, uh, Revelation one, one to three, you know, maybe maybe you could revisit that just to set the stage again for what he says about that. So Revelation one, one to three. Uh if you got that, go ahead and read that if you can.
2: Sure. Yeah, give me just a second.
1: Yep. This is the reason that we're we're even uh entertaining this uh subject right now. So
2: yeah. So the revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John, who testifies to everything he saw. That is the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it because the time is near.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and blessed is you uh, hear it. It's interesting mm-hmm. to read it aloud. That was interesting. Real,
2: yeah. I think that's uh, interesting too, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it implies and I think this is really part of it. Um, when you read it aloud, mm-hmm. by definition, who else is in the room? Somebody else is in the room.
2: Usually, someone else. Yes. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you're not reading aloud to yourself. Usually. Generally, you don't
1: read it aloud to yourself. You read it. You mm-hmm. read it. You know, and it's recording in your in your he- heart and mind. But if you read it aloud, uh, and by the way, we do this in all of our retreats. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. We're a group, um, and what do we say? Read, the, read it out loud.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And now what does it say? What is that saying? So even when mm-hmm. we do retreat, see, we don't. And this is why we even, again, say, come and see. Let's just get in the word. Uh, mm-hmm. The word stands on its own. And God wants us to receive what he has to say about that through our processing. What does this say to us? Uh, so yeah. we, we say to the group, uh, we, gather, we gather all weekend. Um, And, and you know, Kathy, you don't, I don't. We don't say, well, here's what you need to know.
0: Mm -hmm. We don't say that.
1: We say, well, here's the word. Read it out loud.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then what does it say to you? And then, you know, people weigh in. Well, uh, I think what he's saying here is read it out loud means do this with a group of people. Right. Um, You need to process this. Mm-hmm. with your inner circle, with your small group, with people that are going to process with you right? so that, you said, he said, so you can hear it, mm-hmm. understand it, and then uh, uh, be obedient to it and have it impact you for what the purpose of it is, which he laid out and said it's, mm-hmm. it's important. Uh, and, again, because of our perspective on time, it even says in there, this is interesting, um, it's going to happen soon.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, that was written in 90 AD. Uh, right. And we would say...
2: That's not necessarily our definition of soon, well, that at least not mine. <laughs> that
1: doesn't seem, you know, soon. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and, and as I pondered that, um, and it even says, you know, time is short, time, time is ready, mm-hmm. time is near. It says time is near. Um, what I have understood about that is that the forces that are working... Uh, the world is at hand mm-hmm. and it it is happening in other words everything is is moving we are
2: progressing there yes. it, is,
1: it is moving in that direction and you need to understand it and that the things that you will learn from it
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is are, do you have a heart to follow me and let me walk you through the difficult wicked things of, of the world mm-hmm. uh, even if it doesn't per se happen in your lifetime, the things that I'm describing are happening in your lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: because it's all contributing to it and it's all a picture of things. So that's why he doesn't say, well, just just leave it as strictly uh, and an what we call an end time discussion alone, which right. is, and you, and you remember as time goes those further and further down the path, which now are 2000 years later, uh, our perspective, would be well why bother? Uh it's probably another thousand years, you know, and so who cares? Right. You know, who cares to us? Uh, but the forces are there and the and the issues are there. And he says, so pay pay attention. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's why we're doing it. And particularly he said, What Jesus said, watch the signs.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and again we've reiterated that there's important signs that you know Israel's return as a nation, that's an important sign. Uh the aspect of you know, wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes, volcanoes, mm-hmm. you know, things that are accelerating at a at a big place. Um, and then the birth pangs, mm-hmm. which again is more intensity and more frequent, uh, are happening more and more and more with the economic situation. We saw with COVID that, oh, I can see now how one world government mm-hmm. could be put in place. We couldn't we really couldn't see that before that. Uh, right. But now we see it. Oh, okay. I see that now. I see the possibility of that. Uh, the economics are getting more and more intense. Uh, uh, you know, they're meeting again at the economic forums and the G20 mm-hmm. uh, making statements like right. be get ready for a cyber pandemic,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: in cyber pandemic is the hackers are able to shut things down. Uh, right. Electric, electric grids. uh uh, utilities, uh, fuel, uh, trucking—you uh, know—we can shut things mm-hmm. down. And if they have a cyber pandemic, a pandemic is described as it impacts everybody in a right. really negative way. And so mm-hmm. uh, they're saying it could be universal. You know, that happened. Better get ready for that. Uh, you know, the economics, the inflation is—is—is is, is, uh, they just the the Fed has come out and said, yeah, it's not transitory.
0: Uh, it's
1: structural. <laughs> And it's going to get worse. Um, mm-hmm. And really, we can't do much about it. They talk, interesting enough, and this is, this is really surprising to me. Um, they talk, even now they said we're going we're to stop buying bonds, for example. And if they, buy, if they stop mm-hmm. buying bonds, the real investors in bonds um, are going to say, well, <laughs> we we got to have proof that you're going to pay us back. Mm. Uh, the Fed, see, the Fed doesn't care about that. Uh, right, but uh, the real the real investors in bonds will say, "Well, you got you got to show how strong are you, and if you're not right. that strong, we're going to raise the interest rates tremendously on bonds." Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's see what happens. Um, but normally, if the Fed and this is you can go, you can go back and look at this over the last literally a hundred years. If it was determined, yep were in an inflationary time, mm-hmm. they would immediately raise, right. in, raise interest rates.
2: And they have dragged right. their feet on this one for right. sure. Right,
1: uh, and the reason is that, the, interesting enough, they, because of the economics, they wanna, ch- they wanna actually cause people not mm-hmm. to make as much profit so that you reconsider your position of raising prices which means mm-hmm. that, well, you got to lower labor cost or you got to lower other costs or do something different, but the pressure is on. <clears throat> you got to do better at uh, becoming efficient. Um, well, hmm. they've stated it now. It's not mm-hmm. transitory, it's structural. In other words, it's going to be here and it's going to get worse. Right. Okay, well, then the action should be raise right. interest rates.
2: Yeah, they're not doing that yet.
1: They can't do it. Well, again, my, my understanding, my belief of it is they can't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If they did, it would collapse the system mm-hmm. because the payments that is on the debt of the governments would be so onerous that they couldn't make the interest payments, um, mm. and if they couldn't make the interest payments, because the most of the budget of the tax in, in, income would go to be paying interest, and then it would stop mm-hmm. all of the other programs of entitlement, social security, all that stuff uh, that would be. Uh, have a hesitancy to pay because we can't pay it. And so they put themselves, I believe, in a, in a pickle. And, and my, my, uh, as we look at the end times, and we've described the players, <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm. the
1: harlot creates the beast.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: the harlot, in my, in my view, and from what I can see, are those that control the central banks mm-hmm. uh, because they can manage and manipulate the, the uh, economic system. And remember, mm-hmm. ultimately it has to collapse right and then when the collapse happens then they come out with a solution a one world government and uh one new uh, economic system one new currency everything is is called the C- reset they have actually labeled it and they're talking about it even at the
2: the great G- reset g20 yeah.
1: the the great reset mm-hmm. uh, so the harlot um is uh in my opinion they've actually stimulated governments to borrow more and more and more money Mm mm-hmm. mhm Uh, to get to a point where they could collapse it if they wanted to. I think, again, just from simple mathematics, if they just dramatically raise the interest rates, it would automatically collapse it. Mm. Um, And I think that's why they don't. Because it doesn't make sense on the surface, why aren't they raising interest rates?
2: Right, because that has been the response in the past. Right,
1: right. Uh, Well, uh, I believe the, the thing is they're not ready to collapse it. Um, so they can't. But, by the way, it's building, building, building. Guess what? <clears throat> Our government is mm-hmm. working right now on an approximately $2, tr- $2 trillion spending package.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, by the
1: way, this is on top of, of, of the growth already in the debt, which, by the way, we just experienced. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. this. You and I talked about this. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, it was October, before October 18th. We said if they oh, don't, yes. if they don't raise the interest rate, or don't, don't raise the debt raise ceiling. Raise the
2: debt ceiling. Yes, it's
1: going to stop the government.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And everybody's saying, "Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh." And remember what we said? They're going to raise They're going to raise the right. debt ceiling. They're not going to let this happen yet. Uh, by mm-hmm. the way, they raised it through. Interesting enough, the middle of December, another month from now, mm. they're going to have to do the whole thing all over again. Right. Uh, and interesting enough, uh, the. Uh, Yellen, who is the uh, head of the Treasury, who used to be on the central banks, mm-hmm. uh, she was the Fed chairman of the United States. Um, that and and as we've talked about this, just so you, everybody has a clear picture of this, the Federal Reserve is 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 part of the central banking system,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: none of the central banking systems in the world, including the Federal Reserve of the United States is actually operated run or a any part of the US government. It's completely independent. It's run by a different group, by the way, controlled by the Rothschilds. Uh, and they own every and mm. control every every central bank in the in the world. And it's it's public information. It's not not, a, not an issue. Uh so she was the Fed chairman uh selected by the central bank, the yeah, it's approved by the president, but um it's uh, it's not that they get the be able to pick their own person, it's rather mm-hmm. they approve this person, which they're gonna do. Um, and she says, Yeah, you know what? Uh this is now as a secret as a head of the treasury, she's saying, Why don't we just eliminate the debt ceiling completely?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: why bother? We go through this game every few months
2: uh, <laughs>
1: and we always raise it. So why don't we we just know we're gonna have to So do why it. don't we just get rid so of it all
2: together it. because we're gonna do it anyway? Yes. So um <laughs>
1: So our debt is rising consistently and mm-hmm. big, big time. Uh, well, they're they're already talking about another two million on top of it uh, to raise the debt ceiling more to spend more money because the governments of the world are set in a in a pattern where they've committed to so many uh, programs they can't stop it. They can't they can't uh, any longer say you know what we got to stop spending this. we got to, let's say, balance our budget,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which, by the way, is, as a household, what would you have to do? <laughs> you got to balance your budget <laughs> uh, or you're going right, man- right. you go bankrupt. So uh, what we're saying is that uh, the reason that we want to watch the signs is that we can see the possibility. Again, uh, and right. we can't predict it. Absolutely. Because every generation has, has seen the possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that two things. Every day, it's getting closer, right? Because it, it's going to happen. We're we're reading scripture; and it says it's going to happen. Uh, and then, secondly, we see some signs that, huh, maybe these birth pangs are accelerating. Maybe they're getting more intense, and we and it's getting closer, even closer than we could imagine. Uh, and right. when we say closer, uh, you know, our, our thing is, well, this could happen any minute. And God says, "Well, your your time isn't my time." <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, right. You're gonna I just, there, right? uh, I was
2: just gonna say, uh, just in the vein of all the economics again. I actually just texted you an article. I thought I had sent it to you earlier this week, and I didn't. But um, on China, mm-hmm. and if I'm remembering the details right, in this article, it's from Business Insider. It actually talks about the fact that they have, for the first time, um, defaulted on some sort of interest payment that they actually had. Correct. As a government. That's correct. There, and so you know, when you talk about these, these implications and as the dominoes fall, that's something to be watching is watching what's going on with China's economy as well. Because as if there's crumbles, that is going to have major effects on the economies of the world. Right. You right. Know.
1: And when you, uh, <clears throat> first of all, it's happening all over the world, including China.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, interesting thing about China. There's another thing I just read this week. Uh, they just launched a uh, whole satellite system uh, called a satellite crusher,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and they can I don't know
2: what that is. Well,
1: it's they can identify uh, military satellites, like from the United States, and the crusher is it just basically destroys it and consumes it. Uh, oh, fascinating! So they're, okay. they're they've decided that we're not going to worry about the weapons;
0: mm-hmm. we're going to
1: go after the communication to the weapons. Um, mm. And they're going to go after uh, eliminating the ability for them to uh, communicate to the weaponry, and the weaponry then mm-hmm. would be in essence disarmed. And right. it doesn't doesn't really matter. So they've kind of taken a leap forward technology wise, and said, "Yeah, we see a oh, different we, we see a different thing." And they, and they just launched it. It's really true. Uh, but when we think about uh, as we look at the end times discussion, the one thing that seems pretty clear because remember everything shifts to the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, and the focus is Israel, um, it doesn't appear uh, in there that America is a major player. Uh, right. Because we are the player.
2: Which is hard for us to fathom.
1: Because, it's, hard, it's hard to us to fathom because we today, yeah. we have been, we are the player. Mm-hmm. Everything emanates from our economy. Everything emanates from uh, what right. we do and don't do. Uh, and it looks like we're not a player so that means by definition uh it's diminished to right. where it doesn't have much of a say so in the world government uh, uh, one world government number two is that um <clears throat> it appears uh that uh as we said everybody embraces the beast mm-hmm. willingly one world right. government willingly well we see even today uh, Interesting enough, around the world, almost every other nation, including China, uh, Europe, uh, South America, Africa, they have surrendered, almost completely capitulated to the COVID protocols.
2: Right. Without, That's rebe- true.
1: without rebellion. It's like, you know, and there's mm-hmm. little pockets of it, but fundamentally, and I've talked to a few CEO friends of mine who has businesses uh, uh, internationally, they've said right. what surprises them is that the population around the world has capitulated to whatever the government says. It. You do this, and this right. is what we're going to do. And they don't, they don't rebel against it. Well, in America, it's not true yet. Right. Uh, uh, just for example, in uh, New York, <laughs> two things just happened. It's really funny. Uh, first of all, the firefighters uh, and the policemen, 35% of them said, we're not getting vaccinated. And if right. he requires to get vaccinated, we're walking off the job. Where they're gonna, are and there
2: has that deadline passed yet for them?
1: It's it's passed and they're still okay. Well, okay let's let's process it further, uh, mm-hmm. but they don't know what to do because they have the mandate. But they they are saying, well, you're gonna have a lot of people not. By the way, this is what happened with right. Del- Delta Airlines and Southwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, their pilots said, well, we're not we're not doing it. So they said, ah, okay. I will tell you what, why don't you either get vaccinated or get tested? And they've changed their, mm-hmm. their program. Another thing is. The, tra- the trash haulers in New York, New York City.
2: Oh, fascinating. Uh, they said,
1: you know, a, you know again, it's, and it's about the same around in every population group, uh, every uh, business, about 30 to 40% of the people say, mm-hmm. well, no, we're not doing it. Uh, we don't right. want to do it. Uh, and- uh, Well, and
2: interestingly enough, it's not even um, people- That are against necessarily the vaccine. Some of the same people that are standing up and you know saying this is wrong are are vaccinated people who are saying this is an overreach of government and we need to pay attention.
1: It's interesting so it's it's not
2: it's not even so much the vaccine as the the freedom side.
1: It's not about the vaccine, it's about yeah, you can't force me to choose. To do something right. to my body that I that I either don't want to do or you don't have the right to do, even if you've said I'm, I'm willing to do it. Uh, so we're not even mm-hmm. debating that. Uh, so the, the the trash haulers in New York City said, well, a bunch of them are not going to do it,
0: mm-hmm. and they
1: they took the trash. <laughs> and, oh no! And De Blasio is the mayor. Mm-hmm. They dumped it in his yard. Oh no! <laughs> so here, oh no! Here, take that. You know. Uh, uh, Get you know, get other people to haul it away. Uh, we dumped, they took it and dumped it in his yard. You know, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, anyway, the 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 aspect of that is that there's still a strong resistance uh, in mm-hmm. America about one government and, and control, and you can't do that to me. And um, and like you said, it, it isn't really even about the issue. It's about that's not the way we live. I don't want to be, I don't want to, even if I decide that's a good thing, I don't want to be controlled. Right. Uh, Well, because of what happens in the end, that has to be broken Mm -hmm. Uh, so that um, Americans willingly accept the one world government. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that, again, as you look at what's going on in the world, you know, we would look at it as political, but Mm -hmm. I see it as a deeper, deeper uh, motivation, and that is to cause chaos. Cause, right. cause loss of confidence in government so that when the collapse comes,
2: that mm-hmm. there,
1: there's a breaking of that, of that resistance yes. that, okay, all right, we'll, we'll willingly accept this, um, and we're not going to have a pocket of resistance. And so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how that plays out because in my, in my view of what I see in the world, America is kind of the last place where there's any resistance at all. And by definition, mm-hmm. it's going to have to be broken, and it, are we going right. s- to see it broken? So it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in our, in our discussion of the end, you know, we, we keep saying, you know, these things are, are possible. We need to keep looking, evaluating, what does it mean? Um, God's saying to us, you know, trust me, uh, learn what I have to speak to you. I'll guide you through it, uh, whether it's going to be just a, a, a really difficult time in history. It's not the end, but it's a really difficult time in history, particularly for mm-hmm. believers. Uh, let me guide you through that. You know, Daniel went through that. Um, you know, uh, Nehemiah went through that. Jeremiah went through it. Uh, lots of times in, in history, uh, the nation of Israel had difficulty. Uh, so he's not saying that uh, don't, don't ignore this. Is that I need to guide you through, even if it's right. just a really difficult time in history, uh, you're going to have to uh, follow me. And we came to this point where we said the beast was set up. Uh, out of the beast uh, is a 10 unit something, uh, some corporate structure, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that then uh, the Antichrist, who's one of those heads, uh, gets rid of the other nine heads. And mm-hmm. he's, the, he's the one remaining. Still the 10 unit structure, because it talks about the 10 horns, but only two heads left and then ultimately one head left. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's associated with Satan. Uh, and uh the false prophet is promoting that false prophet being a Christian leader who is saying yes this he is who
2: wields influence
1: wields influence this is a mm-hmm. uh this is somebody who claims to be God and, and we we say yes this is the way to go <clears throat> well it, we come to the what's called the mid trib remember mm-hmm. the, the tribulation is the one week left that Daniel mm-hmm. says there's one week left 7 years right. Mid trib is when the abomination of desolation, the Antichrist uh, stands in Israel and says, Mm -hmm. I am God and everybody needs to worship me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the Antichrist is getting everybody in the world to worship the Antichrist, ultimately to worship Satan. Right. And that means I got to eliminate any semblance of of the Holy Spirit resident uh, on earth. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I can get all the humans to follow me and nobody accepts Christ from that point forward, then I run the world because there's nobody left to counteract Mm. it. Um, So that's kind of the the battle. Uh, Well, that's mid-trip. Okay, at mid-trip, that kicks off something. Uh, And we've talked, remember, we've talked about the seals.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, John noticed, he said, the, the scroll uh, is having a seal removed and then I get to read and see more of what happens, seal by mm-hmm. seal by seal. And remember, uh, think about how seals were handled. You would take the whole scroll
0: mm-hmm. and you'd
1: start at the end of it. So in, in other words, the end of the story. Right. So like, like for example, when Jesus was handed the scroll of Isaiah, um, on one, on, on the inner side, was the end. Right. On the outer side, you know, and by the way, there's, you know, there's, there's 60 some chapters that we mm-hmm. call chapters. By the way, in the Hebrew, they
2: did not. <laughs> the Hebrew,
1: they had no paragraphs. They had no punctuation.
2: Mm-hmm. They had
1: no chapters. It just was one continuous.
2: <laughs> no little headings. one
1: continuous <laughs> sentence. Uh, and, uh, and they just understood how it, how it flowed. Uh, we break it up because of how we read. Uh, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: the beginning would have been Isaiah 1. And the end mm-hmm. would have been Isaiah sixty-one. So you start with Isaiah sixty-one or the end of the scroll, and you roll it up, mm-hmm. and you roll it up, roll it up, roll it up, roll it up. So at the end, when you see that the last sheet of of, of uh, parchment, that's the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's sealed. And so mm-hmm. what happened is, as they uh, rolled it up, they would seal places. Okay. This happens last or next, uh, and then the next one happens before that, and the next one happens before that. And John says, you know, who can open up the seals? Well, Christ mm-hmm. is the only one that can open them up. And he starts opening them up one at a time. Uh, and we've already gone through uh, the six seals. Um, mm-hmm. of, uh, and, and it looks like the seals actually are opened up prior to the tribulation, that things are already in motion. As we're Mm -hmm. headed with the birth pangs, the seals are unleashed, and we've come to the the sixth seal, which we've already discussed. Okay, now there's one more seal. It it happens, and we'll see it here mid-trip, when the abomination Mm. of desolation. So let's let's start uh, understanding that. Uh, Go to uh, Revelation 7 uh, and read verses 1 through 8. Revelation 7, 1 to 8.
2: And I heard the number of the sealed 144,000 sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel, 12,000 from the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000 from the tribe of Reuben yep. 12,000 from the tribe of Gad.
1: And you can, you can, uh, so i we'll just say that they, each of the 12, 12 tribes
2: from the rest, <laughs> uh, every,
1: every tribe I had 12,000, mm-hmm. uh, now 144,000 is the, um, perfect number, but it doesn't, it doesn't, necessarily equate to only Mm 144,000. It's just saying that um, uh, all the tribes of Israel um, are going to be present, and they're going to have the seal, the mark, um, Mm -hmm. on their life that is uh, so that they're protected. So it appears that everything is hereby at this point Mm -hmm. has shifted to Israel. Okay. Um, because he's talking about the 12, the 12 tribes, and interesting enough, <laughs> the 12 tribes of Israel still exist. Uh, hmm. It's really interesting uh, that people can trace back. Uh, if, you go, if you go right now talk to a, a true uh, Jewish person, particularly the ones in Israel, and say, what tribe are you with? They know.
2: Oh, interesting. I'm the
1: tribe of Benjamin, uh, Manasseh, um, uh, I, they know who they are, who they're from, mm-hmm. and uh, they kept that understanding ever since it was created uh, when Israel was was created, and they now assigned the brothers. Remember all the brothers. Mm-hmm. Your family is going to become this this tribe, uh, mm-hmm. and they literally here we are, you know, two three thousand years later. They know what tribe they're from. Uh, now, by the way, they're Jewish.
0: Mm-hmm. So like
1: if I said to you, uh, hey, Kathy, what tribe are you from? What would you say?
2: I, I don't have a tribe.
1: <laughs> I don't have a tribe. I'm, I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Well, because you don't think that way. <clears throat> you haven't been taught that way. You haven't been asked, well, go decide and figure out what tribe you're from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, no. No. Uh, I'm just a follower of Christ as as a Gentile. I don't even, It doesn't even register for me to right. think that way. And the answer is, I don't know. Go ask a Jew. Right. What tribe they know?
2: And they know. Interesting. interesting. I uh, didn't realize the tribes were still unknown yeah. thing. Now yeah,
1: they still they still know and they still know basically what family they're from. Uh, mm-hmm. And so um, it's saying here that. Um, and we're going to see this, this happening is that <laughs> the angels uh, who are mm-hmm. able to <laughs> execute what God's about ready to do, get ready to do it. Right. Okay. We, we know because they, they know the timeline. Okay. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to do it. God says, uh, hold on a second. Wait till
2: uh, these guys are sealed. <laughs> we wait.
1: Do not do yet anything yet until I mm-hmm. seal the mark. Of these, mm-hmm. of my followers. Uh, okay, now. Would that uh,
2: be a similar, like a similar thing to almost like Passover?
1: It'll be, it would be a similar. and that
2: protection, you know? Yeah, oh yeah,
1: absolutely, 100%. That's what's going to happen for sure. And that's when that we go back to the rapture. Is a, mm-hmm. We know, I mean, this is interesting. Israel and the Jews are for sure here during the last half of the tribulation. Right, there's not. That's not fuzzy. It's absolutely. They don't. They don't get raptured. Mm-hmm. If, if there is a rapture, even you know pre trib, mid trib, they, they don't get raptured. They don't get
2: raptured. Okay. Um,
1: they're here because, interesting enough, at the end, the Antichrist and the Beast are attempting to annihilate them.
2: Hmm. Now, so this is a silly question, maybe, but would that then include Messianic Jews? Uh, or would they be raptured? They,
1: if if there's or a do rapture, do we have
2: any clarity?
1: <laughs> well, no. If, if they're if they're a messianic Jew, mm-hmm. uh, they would have been raptured. If if there is a rapture, okay, and they didn't take the mark of the beast, which is an, a big question right. we're going to see here, is uh, they would be raptured, okay, uh, because they're they're followers of Christ, uh, right? Okay, uh, and it doesn't distinguish that. Remember, even Paul says there's neither Greek nor Jew. Right, We are all in all. In all okay. uh, if you're a follower of Christ, you're part of the family and you're going to be raptured. Um, right, okay. But um, the, everything shifts to Israel. Uh, mm-hmm. And they stay and are having, and they're, the reason <laughs> that, that the battle comes against them is that God is representing them and we're going to see what happens here. <clears throat> and they want to eliminate that because if we could just get rid of them, Mm-hmm. Then we got control of the world. They're the last one standing, so to speak. And their God. And, and uh, uh, you know, uh, we got to get rid of their God because their God is the one that's causing all this trouble. And we're right. the good guys and they're the bad guys. Uh, and the entire world comes against them. And we know something about that. It's mm-hmm. called the ba- Battle of Armageddon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What, what does that occur? Uh, they try with technology. They try, they try, they try. They can't get there. They're too, they're too, uh, Israel's too effective. So, okay. You know what? We're thinking about this backwards. Let's, let's do regular manpower. And they amass an army of, think about this, 200 million people mm. over a, wow. na- a nation, Israel, complete population. And we're not even talking about their military. Mm. Their complete population is 8 million. Wow. So, 200 million, I mean, they get to coming be coming
2: against the Aesop. They say,
1: We're not even going to do 10 million. We're not going to do 20 million. Let's do 200 million. Mm. Um, so, they have no shot. We got to mm-hmm. end this once and for all the Battle of Armageddon. Well, who are they coming against? Israel.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: in Israel. And there's a, it's called the Valley of Megiddo. And I've been there. And you look at it and you say, You know what? I can, I can see <laughs> how 200 million people could be in that valley. Uh, wow! It's massive. It's unbelievable, uh, mm-hmm. and that's where it's going to happen. So, uh, Israel is the one left, and, he's, and God says, "I'm going to seal them." Now, um, let's go to a couple simple things. Who's returning?
2: Well, Christ. Christ. Is.
0: Christ.
1: Most Jews today, what's their viewpoint of Christ?
2: That he hasn't come yet.
1: Well, he's not the Messiah. Right. Because when they say the Messiah is coming, he's going to come back and rule the earth. Interesting enough, right? uh, yes, it's true, but Mm -hmm. but it's Christ who is already here. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's coming a second time, return of Christ. Uh, Well, when Christ returns and the Jews uh, now are the ones who are understanding something it's not that they've rejected him. It, by this time, interesting enough, they've accepted him.
2: Mm, okay.
1: And, and they realize Christ is the Messiah. Um, I need to receive Christ as my Lord and Savior. Uh, but uh, they're, they're physically still here. And he said, I'm going to seal them. Okay, now go back. to This is really cool. In Ephesians 1, mm-hmm. 13 and 14. He says, when you're, when you're a believer, what happens to you?
2: You're sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. You are
1: sealed with the mm-hmm. presence of the Holy Spirit. That's what he's saying. Wait, wait a second. Mm-hmm. We got it, we got it. I'm going to seal, I'm going to invite them, and they're going to receive me.
0: Mm. And it's going to be
1: all of Israel is going to receive me as, as my Lord and Savior Mm. And now they're going to have me, the Holy Spirit, within them. Uh, and they aren't raptured. They for sure live through these, this what's going to happen here in the uh, judgment. And it's like you said, it's similar to what happened with Moses and Pharaoh. Is that the Israelites were there.
0: Mm-hmm. They were
1: they were physically at the same place of all those plagues. But they right. never, never got affected by it. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen to Israel. Now the question... Of, of course, would be uh, well, uh, what happened to the rest of us? <laughs> right. Um, are we raptured? And if we're raptured, how come they're not raptured? And the simple answer, there's a real simple answer to that. <laughs> um, if God raptured all believers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're all gone. What's left?
2: Only unbelievers and
1: who are there? Just the
2: ruled by the enemy, ruled
1: by Satan. Then Satan would have won. See,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so God says, I can't take my presence away from the earth completely, or Satan will have won, because it's all about the hearts of man mm-hmm. and woman. Um, who do you serve? Uh, and, I, and I and if I remove the Holy Spirit literally from Earth completely then I've handed it back over to Satan, and he's it. Right. Well, that doesn't happen. Um, it looks like, and again, this, this is something we can't put, a, put an absolute to, it looks like the, the believers that live on the earth, there's a rapture of them. Um, whether it's pre-trib, um, it looks like a lot of evidence would be mid-trib,
0: mm-hmm. and there's
1: some evidence for post-trib. Uh, maybe we're in that same boat as is- Israelis Uh, because they have to stay through it, which is another, quite frankly, it's another, um, uh, one of the factors that people say is post-trip. Well, how does God distinguish between those that have the Holy Spirit? If they all have the Holy Spirit and the Jews have the Holy Spirit, why aren't they raptured with us?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: So that's always an interesting question. But by this time, uh, God says, um, and this is interesting enough, This is part of the waiting for the event to occur. In other words, Israel would flips from their pure Jewish Old Testament perspective. Mm -hmm. They receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. And it's it's all the tribes. Everybody in the country receives Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Mm. Uh, Now, here's something really interesting about that. Linda and I've led uh tours in Israel mm-hmm. uh, different times. Um, and the first tour, we've done three. The first couple, uh, you always have uh, uh let's say a Jewish uh facilitator drive could be even driving the bus, could be a guide, could be somebody that's you know true up pure Jew, and they know who they're driving. They're dri- driving right. Christians. Who are coming to see the sights, uh, and they, you know, they understand all that. Um, so, um, what we noticed is that for the first couple, we would we would have a heart to witness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, what do you think about Jesus? What do you think about the, you know, uh, we, I don't talk about that.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, we don't we don't we don't we no we don't consider that we don't talk about it. The third time we went, and by the way, this is about now six seven years ago. We saw a complete change. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to talk about that. Uh, maybe, and they said this, maybe Jesus was the Messiah. Uh, we're not sure yet. And at the, at the moment, I haven't re- fully received that, but maybe Jesus hmm. is the Messiah, um, and we need to consider that. Okay, so that was, that's one thing that I've seen. Two, um, and this, <laughs> this happened in the year 2000. Um, it was called Jubilee, Year of Jubilee,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, the Pope uh, stated to the Catholics in the world, "I would urge you to go to Jerusalem and do Jubilee in Jerusalem during this year. Um, mm-hmm. and go And go do the Via Della Rosa, the path of the cross, and go see the church and uh, go see the sites in Bethlehem and Nazareth, and you know, mm-hmm. go to go to Jerusalem." and really understand the depth of the history. Jesus right. Jesus was there, and you need to understand it. Okay, so uh, the nation of Israel got, in a sense, frightened. Like, what if we get overrun by all, mm. these, all these people? How are we going to handle it? And there's an opposition because they believe in Jesus and we don't. And what if we get a lot of conflict as a result? We don't want that because we, we built our life on tourism. Right. So they said, "Okay, let's go. Let's go teach everybody how to be respectful of
2: this." (laughs) So, uh,
1: so they said, "Okay, we got to learn how to be respectful of this." Um, So we need all the police, all the military, uh, all the hotel people, how to understand what the heck are these people coming for, and why are they trying to see this, and what's so important to them, and how do we respect that without? You know and we don't agree with it but how do we respect it so right so they asked the catholic church send some people and and over the over uh, this is in 1998 1999 we're going to train everybody on why this happens okay mm-hmm. so a church, the church catholic church just so happened to send a group of evangelicals who preached the gospel and they taught Every leader in Israel for two years, the gospel.
2: Wow. Uh,
1: and explain Jesus Christ. Here's what mm-hmm. happened. Here's the Via Della Rosa. Here's, here's where Golgotha is. Here's, here's what Bethlehem means. And, uh, and they explained it all. So everybody who was a leader in the year 2000 learned the truth of the gospel. Now, they didn't necessarily accept it or receive it, but they learned it. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. That's
2: fascinating. The third
1: thing that happened is um, Netanyahu uh, who I believe, and, and remember, I was a part of a Christian group that had lunch with him. Right. Uh, and the guy that was leading it is a good friend of his. I believed he witnessed to Netanyahu, from what I could tell, I think Netanyahu became a believer. Uh, Interesting. and he actually, he and his father Netanyahu's father, uh, mm-hmm. they said they would, they would have Bible studies all the time. Netanyahu's son won the National Bible Award for Understanding the Scriptures. And really? he And he won it. Um, and then Netanyahu put in place in the Knesset Bible studies. Mm-hmm. And that's why, by the way, he was such a strong proponent is we're not giving up the land because God gave us this land. And he tried to help everybody understand it's a spiritual thing, not just a uh, you know a historical thing. Well, hmm. um, he personally, and I believe this is why he's a believer. He went out and and invited uh, TV and radio Christian radios to come to Israel. Mm-hmm. He did a search, he did a study, um, and he picked Daystar. And Daystar, and I was there plays on television, on every cable, everywhere in, in, in Israel, 24-7, 365, Christian programming. Really? Every single day.
2: Oh, that's fascinating. And, they, and
1: that, still, that still happens today. So they're getting, hmm. they're getting the uh, perspective of the, of the Messiah, which I, which I believe, when I aligned all those things up, I think Linda and I saw the shift. Like, don't Mm. talk to me about that. To right. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to talk to you about that. Maybe. And and they they didn't say they agreed, but maybe
2: that they were entertaining it at least.
1: Jesus was the Messiah. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
1: and we gotta learn more about that. Uh so Mm. I believe that with that shift, because of what has to happen, is uh when they have Christ return. They're they're the bride. They have to be the ones re, re, willing to receive and live with Christ, mm. who returns on earth and reigns for a thousand years with the Jews to right. repopulate the earth. Uh, well, they have to receive Christ. So it can't be well. Wait, we still don't buy this. And okay, fine. It's they become believers. Mm-hmm. They become they become the ones that believe Christ, which is why the, why the enemy is coming against them, because if they didn't believe Christ, then there's no Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So uh, he says, wait, God says, wait, let me, let me seal them. All the 12 tribes, the entire uh, population right. of Israel with the Holy Spirit, then, and we're going to read next time, we'll go next time into, uh, since we're at mid-trib here, and they're about ready mm-hmm. to execute judgment. Okay. They now uh, have the judgment come and he says uh, the sixth uh, final seal, we're going to uncork it
0: mm-hmm. and we're going to
1: issue in God's judgment at mid-trib. So from mid-trib to end-trib, three and a half years, is,
0: mm-hmm. God's, is
1: God's wrath. Okay. Uh, now we know the, the, the one left for sure is Israel. Okay. And they're there. Now the question is, are we there?
2: <laughs> right. Uh,
1: maybe. Maybe. Um, or maybe we've taken out at mid-trip, or some people think pre-trip, but we're gone. Right. Uh, but for sure, Israel's there, and they are, they are recipients, believers, in Christ. Mm-hmm. So everything shifts from, oh, you know, for 2,000 years we've missed the truth. We now receive the truth, and we're going to mm-hmm. embrace the truth. So something interesting happens. Uh, has it happened today? No. Uh, and that's why there's more time for sure mm-hmm. left because that that would have to happen and again it's possible it could happen during the first three and a half years of the tribulation
2: uh, right because
1: he said wait for the judgment until until mm-hmm. they're, they're there well maybe that happened during the first three and a half years or at mid-trib um and that's when it all happened so it's interesting possibilities so
2: very interesting yeah. yeah
1: so anyway that's where we are today with uh you know we've kind of mid-trib uh god says okay here it is Judgment's coming now because of what Mm -hmm. what the, he just, you know, Antichrist just stated himself as God. And by the way, uh, what does God know about that? Uh, No, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, he's not. He's a deceiver. He's a liar. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's under the influence of Satan who's trying to control the world and gain complete control of the world. Uh, No, uh, judgment now is coming from me against what? Mm Mm-hmm the world and everybody in the world, by the way, who's taking the mark of the beast, which is what we got to discuss is, what well, does that include a believer that's taking the mark of the beast? It might. Right. Uh, we got to process that. So we'll continue this next time. We're <laughs> Man, we're having a good time. Super interesting. And, uh, yeah, uh, I we love could, this. We could go deeper and deeper and we will uh, in it. So stay tuned and uh, we'll pick up. Uh, we're going to get into the judgments,
2: uh, mm-hmm. which are kind of
1: important to understand. So we'll get into that next time.
2: Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And thanks for sharing so much with us, Rich. If you enjoyed today, be a friend and tell a friend and yeah. pass on the podcast. We are getting into some really great stuff yeah, here.
1: We sure are. Thanks. We'll see you, see you next week.
2: Have a great weekend. Thank
0: you for joining us.